is when he throws the bagel back and it hits the guy in the head. <laughs> yeah. It says bagel in text yeah. above him. Yep. <laughs> like he just got bageled. <laughs> Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need but deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome, no matter what Post Malone song you love to listen to. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to go with no matter what dimension you're from. No, mm. that's too easy. It's too oh, easy. it's too easy. Too it's too easy. easy. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Work if you smarter. are from another universe, it's totally fine. It you're is. welcome here, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even where yours is Peter Parker turns into the lizard and dies. What are we talking about today? We're talking about... Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Is this a new thing that we're doing? No. (laughs) No. They just like to do the Captain Planet thing as much as they possibly can. As much as humanly possible. Um, Or inhumanly. uh, Before we get too far into it, my name is Tom, one of your hosts this evening, this morning, or uh, this afternoon. Okay. My name is Corey. That's it. Ollie. (laughs) I'm Caitlin. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by our patrons over at Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> I was included. Uh, yes, you were. Um, yeah. So happy to have you guys along for the ride. Uh, makes our growth kind of amazing. Pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I would say so. For those I of you that so. don't know, Patreon is like a digital tip jar for artists that you want to support. Mm-hmm. So if you check out our Patreon, that's a way to support us and keep this show running. Yeah. Basically telling us, keep doing the thing. Yeah. yeah. Lots yeah. of bonus content and whatnot. But yeah. Move it along from the housekeeping into the shows, the things, the, the stuff. stuff. Or the show. The show, the movie. The one show. The one show. Mm-hmm. Since it Still is the one episode. a movie, yes. it is something Means we can uh, ana- analyze with our anal eyes, discuss, and have, uh, of as Ollie likes to say, hilarity. Hilarity ensues. What that means <laughs> is we get to... Guess that, that grump. grump. Radioactive Spider Man. It could have been That's, good uh, job. I just wanted to see what was going to happen if I just backed out of that. I'm so I'm, glad uh, I did. I commit 100% of the time, all the time. Proud I'm, of you. I'm going to put on the board. That's the third time that we tried to Captain Planet something. So, <laughs> yep, it's, it's the Squid Billy's version <laughs> of that. Uh, for everyone at home who's brand new to the show, uh, thank you for coming by. Uh, mm-hmm. But guess that grump is a segment of our show where if it's something that we can rate, such as a TV show, a book, or a movie, such as the one we're talking about today, uh, we rate it out of one out of five. And if, Stars or whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And Hearts. if Ali is in the room and there's no uh, female in a mech, then he rates <laughs> it at a, at least a two out of five. <laughs> but if... Uh, Very astute. If there's Josh and they have some good sound design, which this film does have, Mm -hmm. he'll rate it more likely a 4.8 to a 5 range. But that still makes Ali the grump, even though it's kind of in a high regard. Yeah. doesn't matter if it's the the low or high rating, but if it's the lowest of the the bunch, you're the grump. Yes. So yeah, the uh, grump or the gripe. We I don't had, know what you want to call had, it. We've had grump <laughs> set four point seven. I don't yes. think we ever <laughs> the gripe. Yeah, no. that'll make you real happy. Fuck no, the gripe. <laughs> no, You're the gripe. No, all you'll be the grape. Okay, okay, there it is. <laughs> um, everyone at home, please play along. Uh, put down your votes and let us know. Slip inside our DMs. Let us know who you thought was going to be the grump, and then who what your rating actually is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But since I always explain it, I will go first and say that. 
uh, Ali. Ali. See on the Scantron, huh? See Ali. See on the Scantron. I'm normally, but we've been doing a lot of comic book and nerdy shit lately, so I'm not. I've actually been thinking about my rating this whole week because I'm like, who is it going to be? And I thought I knew, but then I thought, you know what? I'm going to go with Tom simply because you know the most about Spider-Man and you could find reasons, more things you don't like than the average viewer. Mm -hmm. I think that's, yeah. That's always a safe bet, yeah. It's legitimate. Throwback to one of our first episodes. I used to always say, I'm the comic book fiend because Josh wrote that in the script. Yeah. <laughs> or if you want to see who his Spider-Man is, you can go back to <laughs> not my Spider-Man. I thought, mm. I thought you were going to mention that episode and like maybe you went back and listened to it. And I mean, that's that's where it's that's where it's analyze. basing it from is that I, I know we have very opinionated opinions yeah. on Spider-Man. On Spider-Man. So, Spider-Man. So, so where are we? Um, my are we? my grump. Yeah. My Your grump. Choice. Man. Choose your poison. Mm, I'm going to go with Corey. Mm. So one on Ali, one on myself, and one on Corey. Caitlin? Caitlin, you could pick Josh, and jo- Ali, you could pick Caitlin. And watch- <laughs> <laughs> uh, It'll be Reservoir Dogs. I feel Ali. Oh, all right. He's shocked by it, so that means I'm wrong. But uh, <laughs> I did make a very obvious shock. You did. <laughs> well, I, I said something, and I'm going to stand by it, even if I'm wrong. There Do you it, go. Ollie. 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 Um, I really don't know. Um, it's hard. It's a hard one to pick. Um, I'm going to go with Tom. Okay. Two, yeah, on, two on Ollie. Two on Tom. One on Corey. So Caitlin and Josh, you guys will reveal your numbers first. I wonder what they could be. Yeah. <laughs> Higher than a four point seven. I'm rolling record, my I think eyes. I picked you, Josh, like many times over. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to give you a break this week. Oh, thanks. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so sweet. Yeah, you're really hard. Also, you can't argue with my logic. No, I can't. Not at all. <laughs> um, with that, um, let's go into the spoiler of what Guess That Grump is and talk about our initial, initial reactions. reactions. <laughs> <laughs> Totally kidding. That's enough. Just because we did it so much. Number four. Yeah. Josh, you go first. Anticipation. Yeah. Actually, Josh, you go first. And can we reveal or pull the curtain back a little bit of when you watch the film? Yeah. So I actually saw this a week early. Must be nice. I don't even know how. Must be nice. Honestly. Bonnie, you just like, teleport there? What yeah, does that mean? Yeah. You tripped over something on the ground and then you happened to fall into the seat. Yeah. First thing theater. I knew, I was driving 88 miles an hour and then I was next week. Yeah. Thinking <laughs> about roads it. and not needing them. And now I'm back. Yeah. Um, Bonnie and I were just checking the Fandango and it said Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and we both went, what? And it was at a good time. We went and saw it. Wow. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, like, it's like when I'm at Best Buy and I find like something super cheap discounted and I just grab it off the rack and like kind of clutch it close to me and, and you go nervously and you check look out around, with it. making yeah. sure that this isn't some kind of ruse or, yeah. or yeah. something. And then you walk out, you get into your car and you're like, what the fuck? What just happened? Did How I did steal that? this? Yeah. yeah. It's a trap. Um, it's a tarp. It's a I fucking loved it. Um, That's why I didn't pick Josh. <laughs> I farkin loved it. I, I, there is from start to finish. Well, I'm also an uncultured swine, so I don't know mm-hmm. much about uh, the background of Spider-Man. The speed um, You know at least two origins. I at least, yeah. You but least out of Miles. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea about Miles until you guys talked about him when we started this show. Yeah. You guys. Uh, yeah. What do you mean you guys? Excuse me? 
Kaylin, you don't know what you're talking I about. I can't win. <laughs> <laughs> I can't win. I didn't hear anything. I just wanted to chime um, in. Yeah. I, from start to finish, I was just like, holy shit, this is a feat. It just, it's a good way to describe it. The I animation styles, the the intertwinings, the there there was some amazing sound design. There, soundtrack. The, I love, yeah, the soundtrack, the way that, it wasn't just the soundtrack, it was the way that they used the soundtrack as well. Mm-hmm. Um they even talk about it. Yeah. Um, so, and that's the thing is like, that's where you can go wrong in a way where you're like calling to the soundtrack. It's like they used it in a way that I was like, cool. All right. I'm all right with that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to put the trust stick in the middle of the circle. Anybody who wants it. I'm going to pick it up. Okay. Thank there you. you go. Thank you. My initial reactions. Uh, I I didn't really have a whole lot of hype built up for this. Like I saw it and I was like, oh, we're probably going to watch that for the podcast. Like that looks like a cool thing to -hmm. watch. And I liked how I was like, oh, they're different animation styles and stuff. That's neat. I didn't put any thought into what the story would be, how it would look when I was watching it. Mm -hmm. And then when I got in there, it's kind of one of those things where the movie turns on and all of your hair just blows back and you're like, whoa, oh, this is cool. Yeah. That was pretty much the entire movie. So Mm -hmm. uh, mind-blowingly great. I actually didn't expect to like it, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. The fuck? I, w- I was actually expecting kind of a normal <laughs> run-of-the-mill like superhero. <laughs> wow. Wow. Josh oh, is Jesus. Oh, what? <laughs> wow. Josh is white. What is happening right now? Wow. We took a turn. <laughs> Another dimension is where on. we are right now. Wow. Anywho, I like the movie. Okay. I didn't expect <laughs> to like it because I'm not... Um, animated movies. I'm not oh. number one. You're not to be animated. Like, oh, really? Movies. It's not just it. It was just like it was a kids movie. Yeah, it was like okay, because the way that it was kind of marketed in a way, I was like it's okay. PG. It looks yes, PG. It looks mm-hmm. very like with kids, Spider Ham and stuff. Yeah, and you never I'm, know with the with the other like all the other animation houses. Yeah, and of course by other I mean Pixar being the non other. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know. Illumination's starting to come up, and then also every time you see something that says "From the people who brought you Lego," yeah, it's like come on, yeah. But yeah, I'll give you that. But Thank you, you generally don't know what to expect, and and history has served that it's not always great up to snuff. Yeah, or even good to Pixar. sometimes. Right, there are lots of exceptions. Before you at me, but yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. fair. So That's sorry, fair. I can see where your where your head's at. Yeah, so. You know, and since you're speaking, what, what did you think, Ollie? Um, I you know, I was in the same boat as Caitlin. I had uh I didn't have a ton of hype. It would have been something where uh honestly, if it wasn't for the show, I might have just got it like on Blu-ray or whatever. Some people say uh, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh thank you, Corey. I had seen a couple what uh, I, I saw the trailers and they all looked amazing. I like I loved the way the art style looked and everything. And um I went in and from the Columbia Pictures logo, I was in love. Like everything, <laughs> how they did all the, yeah, how they did all the, like the ones the shooting the two revolvers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, like I was like, okay, this is this, this is, is just going to be, be just uh, like tons of amazing art. And luckily, the movie itself uh, really stood up to uh, the challenges that it faced, I guess, as being a, another Spider-Man movie from Sony. And I was surprised with not only how like true it was to not only the source material, but the culture of Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, yeah. And as a whole. So I, I loved every bit of it. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, you could kind of tell from the very first, from the Columbia, whatever, mm-hmm. that like if they're going to put that much love into not even the movie starting yet, yeah. then the rest of it's, it's going to be... an building thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're, and they, they're from the get-go letting you know, this is what you're dealing with. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh, I mean, <sighs> I've, I've said it before on the podcast. Um, I, I, I really do take it to heart and mean it to like, the things that happen before the titles are super important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very true. And filmmakers don't take advantage of that as much as they should. Um, well, Ollie, I'll I'll take it from here and I'll say, <laughs> um, I remember when this trailer came out uh, a year ago, and yeah, I think it was kind of like everyone was talking about like Justice League and Wonder Woman and Avengers, yeah. and Black Panther, and then I saw this trailer come out. I was like, next year. December. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Because, you know, people have been asking about fucking Miles Morales for a long time. And I I will say I, I was not uh, disappointed at all. Uh, this is exactly, I think, the, the proper step <laughs> that I needed to take into what would be an expansion of the Spider-Man mythos. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's a good way to say it. I've, I've always th- believed, and I like the f- coining of it and something that Zack Snyder has said, um, superheroes are the American uh, mythology. Uh, yeah. It's what Americans created for their own Greek pantheon. And uh, with Spider-Man, his story, regardless of who wears the mask, is always an important one. And mm. this story did a really, like you said, a really amazing, phenomenal job of telling not one Spider-Man story, mm-hmm. but to open up the door for old Spider-Man stories as well as new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, spoiler, but um, I think it, it was it was a great film. I love it. And I think a real big part of it was at the very end was with the uh, special thanks to Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. He passed away earlier this year in 2018. Um, Both both of them passed away this year. That's crazy. um, Which was crazy. And and Brian Michael Bennis, who created the Miles Morales character, literally, you know, he stands on those shoulders. And it's a phenomenal film. So I loved it. Um, I was hyped for it since I saw the trailer last year. uh, I was a big... Uh, contributor to the uh, Donald for Spider-Man. So Big I've, Bambi. Oh, yes. I've been a very I've been much. a Miles Morales fan for a minute. Um, so I was very excited to see that come to life, and it had been teased in so many other mediums as well, including Insomniac's game. Uh, so it was nice to kind of see who this really is and what's our first step with this character as far as the cinematic uh, portrayal goes. Um, but I think they handled it really well. I think they they balanced all the characters, which isn't an easy thing to do. Uh, you know, the studios have failed making a singular Spider-Man, <laughs> nonetheless five. So uh, for me, everything came together at the right the right place. Uh, the music, the storytelling, uh, the aesthetics, uh, the characterizations of all the different characters fit this universe that was clearly very well thought out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So everyone at home, now that you've guessed that grump and now you've heard the initial reactions, you can kind of figure out that there may not be a grump today. But um, <laughs> with that being said, let's go over the brief synopsis and also brief history. Which should we do first? History or synopsis? Synopsis. 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 So that the history can relate to okay. it. Okay. So uh, credits open. You start out with the original Peter Parker story. And much like Bruce Wayne's Mom's Pearls, we know the fucking story. Gets bit by a radioactive spider, becomes Spider-Man, falls in love. Shout out to Chris Pine. and Yeah. Uh, who, who voices... Uh, 
the ultimate universe or this universe is Peter Parker. Um, we start out uh, after that whole montage of Spider-Man's origin. We started with Miles Morales. He's getting dropped off at a school um, by his dad. You find out that he was uh, chosen out of a lottery, but also uh, aced his exams to get into this charter school, which is a big thing for inner city school kids. Um, and he later on meets up with his quote unquote bad uncle that his dad doesn't approve of and uh, hang out and kind of explore the artistic style of their life by tagging up stuff. Cause you can tell the uncle is really supportive of his, of his artistic mm-hmm. endeavors. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. it, uh, it shows that miles is trying to not be in that school anymore. Cause he's not feeling he fits in, he gets bitten by spider number 42, um, which has some significance of that number. Uh, and then, you know, starts having those normal puberty moments of not being able to control his powers in the charter school. And uh, freaks la- out with the new girl. Freaks out with uh, Gwanda, who, <laughs> who is voiced Gwanda. by the South beautiful uh, Haley Steinfeld. He later on finds himself back into his uncle's uh, hidden lair uh, where they tag stuff up and sees uh, the final fight where Peter Parker would get murdered by Kingpin, Green Goblin, Cinderblock. I don't know if Cinderblock's his name, but it's a guy who's pretty much all brick. Um, and he dies, and he pretty much. Uh, bestows upon Miles Morales this ideology that he can save New York and, you know, has that great power comes great responsibility thing. But we don't know that the reason why Spider-Man died was because he was being attacked by all these people, but also, like, he partially opened this Hadron Collider thingy that opened up a hole into multiple universes. Here comes all the different Mm Spider-Men. Now, now that Peter Parker is dead, the world knows who Peter Parker is as Spider-Man. Miles Morales goes to the funeral, and is sees Mary Jane give that um, speech where again charges him again to more fuel of needing to be a hero. He gets a Spider Man. Me. <laughs> he gets that Spider Man costume from good old Stanley's costume shop, and he visits uh, Peter Parker's grave where he gets uh, meted. Meted. He gets met. He meets. We're gonna say meted. Meted. He gets wow. meted. All right. By a uh, Jake Johnson voice. Greeted, I think, is the word you're looking Greeted for. Greeted by a Jake Johnson voice, Peter Parker, from a universe very familiar to very familiar to us as the Tobey Maguire universe yeah. with Sam Raimi. And um, accidentally unlocks one of uh, Miles Morales' powers, which is the Venom Punch or Venom mm-hmm. Blast. Uh, and hilarity ensues. Yeah. Hey. Um, this now washed out uh, Peter Parker from another universe. Wants to go back home and doesn't have any, doesn't want to do anything being Spider Man. Miles Morales uh, remembers that the universe that he's familiar with, Peter Parker said he would train him, and so he asked that. That never happens until they actually have to learn as he goes along with it by fighting Doc Ock in this universe's live. Uh, to get uh, computer pieces, plot devices, uh, to make another goober, to make another goober, so they can open, so they can control the collider, and then get back to the universe. They find out that Gwanda is actually Gwen, and she was not only teleported or transported to this dimension, but two weeks ago in that dimension. Yeah. Um. They end up going to the one place they can find refuge, which is uh, Aunt May's house, and she find the she you find out that Aunt May knows that Peter Parker has been Spider Man. You go into the tool shed, which is like the Bat Cave of Spider Man, seeing all the Sony uh, Spider Man costumes. Oh, you good. Meet uh, mm-hmm. Spider Man Noir, Penny Parker, and uh, Spider Ham. Peter Porker. Yeah. Spider Ham. Uh, and uh, from there, they all decide that Miles Morales is not up to snuff. Uh, you find out that. By literally hitting him to the ground. You find out that yeah. one of the villains that the Kingpin has employed, named the Prowler, is actually his uncle, Aaron Davis. And uh, they have a little run in chase. And then Miles Morales finds his way back to Aunt May's house, where a huge fight. Aaron Davis uh, f- gets felled 
by Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and his good way to put it. Yeah. And uh, his uncle dies. His uncle dies. And all the other Spider-Men of other and Spider-Women of other universes say that we're the only ones that can understand it. So they still forcefully tell him he's not up to snuff yet. And they end up having to go to this good moment between him and Peter there. Yes. And uh, Peter pretty much says, I'm going to sacrifice myself because what they're finding out is the longer they stay in this uh, ultimate universe, the 1605 universe, uh, they are destabilizing. They're going to die. And one person has to turn it off. And Miles is like, it should be me because I'm from this universe. But they all they all feel that he can't do it. And so he has to really find it within himself to, you know, unlock the true hero within him, Mm -hmm. Um, getting a good. Uh, heart-to-heart talk with his dad. He makes his own suit, uh, which is badass, Mm -hmm. and then goes to the big gala, which is supposed to celebrate Spider-Man's death or life uh, from Kingpin, go underneath uh, Kingpin's building, have a cool, awesome psychedelic fight, and uh, he ends up having a a really one-to-one fight between him and Kingpin, Miles Morales, when everyone else is uh, back home already, Mm -hmm. and he gets celebrated as the new Spider-Man. Yes. I love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? And then we get a retelling of his origin. But uh, yeah, him and Gwen become friends, and Peter Parker from the Tobey Maguire universe finds his way. Mm-hmm. Credits. That's yeah, well done. So uh, then meme, meme lord. Good. Meme lord. Then meme lord at the, the end after the credits. Oh yeah. Uh, talking about Mig- Miguel O'Hara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's that meme lord? You don't know about the, the Spider-Man the, meme that they're playing? Oh yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like, sorry, the sorry, whole sorry. point of that after credit thing. Like you are, you the, are the internet. Sorry, How do sorry. you? Well, I, 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 for me, Miguel O'Hara is so it's so important for me. Twenty ninety nine, I love like it's a complete. It's not even Peter Parker. It's just not even another dude. And Alchemax, uh, the company that they use as Kingpin's company, is like the main villain. Yeah, of twenty nine. But you know why I said Meme Lord? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because of all those. You're pointing. You know who played that? <laughs> who? Oscar Isaac. Oh. Huh? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love to see Oscar Isaac and Jake Johnson do something together. Yeah. All right. They might. They, they, they should. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so now brief history. Brief history to get Tell us a little us the bit. Facts. So some little source material. So the Ultimate Universe, if you're reading the Ultimate Universe, you're reading Spider-Man. Because mm-hmm. Spider-Man really started the Ultimate Universe. Because Brian Michael Bendis wanted to create the, the discussion of what would happen if Captain America showed up in our universe today? How would that change the status quo? And so that Spider-Man is pretty much how, pretty much the Ultimate Universe is what's informing a lot of the source material for the MCU now. Like, Thanos is super underpowered. Everyone's very super underpowered, everything like that. They're keeping Peter Parker as a child for most of his adventures and stuff like that. But where this really picks off is exactly like in the movie. Uh, Miles Morales gets bit by a spider. Um, It's not because he was hanging out with his uncle and all stuff. He was hanging out at his uncle's house, but it just pretty much gets into his backpack and that's it. Pretty similar. But um, the number 42 is the lottery number that he gets when he gets into the charter school. Mm. Uh, but it's also there are 42 spiders and oh. so it's like it's like Jim Carrey the number 23 it's like it's everywhere um, <laughs> it's all connected but um, the meaning he, of life he gets the spot he gets the powers and as we remember from Spider-Man Homecoming the friend Ned yeah is pretty much the roommate that Miles has yeah like that's what that character really is supposed to be oh so his name is Genki uh, in the Ultimate Universe, and then they just put them put him into Homecoming, which was really weird. Anyways, um, oh, so he's supposed to have the fun thing, and he pretty much, after he gets bit by a spider, he tells Genki, he tells his friend, he, and then his friend is the first one to say like, "You have great powers. You can be a hero." Because he's like, "No, I'm just a kid. I don't belong." Blah blah. Because Brian Michael Bendis wanted to create this character based off of Childish Gambino, not to like create diversity, but to just reflect the world around him, and figuring out that in New York, having Donald Glover going to it, yeah. Charles Gambino. Uh, going to a school with 
better educational opportunities is a, is a reality, you know, like that's really important in people's lives. Yeah. And Miles Morales literally sees Peter Parker's like fight over the news and he dies. And it's not MJ that kind of instills with him great power and great responsibility. It's Gwen at the, at the funeral of Peter Parker, um, Spider or Miles goes and says like, why did he do it? Why did he be Spider-Man? He looks like he had a great life. And Gwen said, it's not because he wanted it's he did it because he had to because it's the right thing to do and without anything like it made it more tangible to feel like this is why heroes exist yeah and at first he put on the regular spider-man suit and everyone's like that's in bad taste you're an asshole but jessica drew who's a clone of peter parker the spider-woman of that you know, of the ultimate universe told him you need to find your own feet or your own shoes to fill in mm-hmm. and so mm. he made his suit mm. yeah and then later on, there's the Spider-Verse event that happens uh, across all of the Ultimate and main 616 universe. It includes the TV-verse where Childish Gambino actually plays Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. But then the Miles Morales in the Ultimate Donald universe Lover. sees it. Why, why, are you, why are you kidding? <laughs> because Childish Gambino is specifically his music nomenclature. Okay. Anything else is Donald Glover. Mr. Glover. Yeah. Uh, so Mr. Glover. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Glover uh, voices Miles Morales, so it was kind of a nice dream come true. But now, um, where we are in, in comic books, and this will end the brief history and synopsis, um, is that Miles Morales, after the events of Secret War, where I told you like all this crazy stuff happened, the Ultimate Universe, uh, Miles Morales is now in the normal Marvel six one six universe, and it's super like it was just very hammed, where it's like your dad and your mom exist here. And you've always lived here. Oh. And that's how your life is. He's like, no, Peter Parker, my universe died. All this stuff happened. And so, like, it's cool because you get stories where he and Peter Parker work together. And he mainly he's mainly in a lot of the Avengers stories now. Hmm. Um, and also, I guess it bears to mention that he, enduring the Spider-Verse or one of the Spider-Verse events, he, him and Gwen go on a, an adventure. And they go to a future timeline where they're married. Yeah. Oh. So they're like, oh, is there is there something between us? And that's why it's in this thing. Mm. Fun little oh. fact, uh, Miles Morales was specifically created his look because of a season two episode of Community that Donald Glover is in, where he wakes up wearing a uh, Spider-Man pajama outfit. Yeah. He's like, that's who I'm going to base it off of. And then in Into the Spider-Verse, when they go to his Uncle Aaron's house on the TV, is that episode of Community. I oh. felt like what? I saw that. I felt like I saw a Spider-Man thing on the TV show. Yeah. It's a little full oh. circle. I missed that. Little thing. Wow. Um... Now a little bit of uh, info. The infos. Uh, distributed by Sony Pictures with Associated Marvel. Directed by... Should uh, breeze through this. Yeah. Directed by Bob Reschetti, uh Peter Ramsey, and uh, Rodney, Ro- Rodney Rothman. Um, the producers are Avi Arad, who has done everything outside of the MCU. Amy Pascal, who is known as like the big head honcho of Sony. Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who... Um, did Lego uh, Lego Land Lego, Lego movie, movie. Uh, Cal- Cloudy with the with meat, Chance of Meatballs one and two? They wrote for Han Solo, Christina Steinberg who did Troll Hunters, Tales of Arcadia, Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. show. Go watch that shit. And B movie, B movie. Uh, screen, like jazz. Screenplay by Phil Lord and Ronnie Rothman, so director and producer. Mm-hmm. Story by Phil Lord and uh, starring Shamik Moore who did Dope. If you haven't watched that, fucking watch that. It's really good. And also to Get Down. It's very dope. Apparently during Get Down, that's when he got called for this. Nice. And oh, so he's nice. been doing this for like two, three years. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it's been a long process. Uh, he's also an R&B artist, a.k.a. known as King, King Sam. Jake nice. Johnson. Nick Miller from New Girl. New Girl. Uh, Lego Movie as the as Barry Allen Flash. Yeah. He's in Let's Be Cops, Neighbors, uh, as well as uh, Corey's other favorite movie, Tag. Yes. Yeah, so um, Haley Steinfeld, my, one of my base for days. 
Bailey. Bailey. <laughs> Bailey <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, True Grit, where she got she was 15 years old and got the Academy Nom. Yeah. Wow. Um, Pitch Perfect 2 and 3, Ender's Game, and then the new highly rated Bumblebee movie, which I'm super excited to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mahershala Ali, who did Moonlight, also was uh, Cottonmouth and Luke Cage. Fucking fantastic. Best He's character in amazing. that show. There's a current movie that's out right now, The Green Book. He is amazing and he's going to be in season three true grit or oh, not true true, uh, true, detective. true detective yeah he's 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 amazing he's a yeah. national treasure uh brian tyree henry uh who's in uh atlanta this is us mm. nominated for guest appearance and this is us nick cage nick fucking cage it's nick yeah. cage yeah you nick know who cage. he is uh john mulaney Corga. i like that the notes just say Corey explains john mulaney is a stand-up comedian uh <laughs> who got actually very famous for his stand-up uh new in town um but he's just an all-around like genuine guy Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's like what he's known for is just being like oh, I'm new. nice oh, nice. <laughs> uh, Liev Schreiber who we remember from that amazing movie X-Men Origins Wolverine mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he plays the Kingpin I didn't realize that was him until actually I looked at the credits he's in the a show yeah. that's doing really well called Ray Donovan he was also in Spotlight recently and then uh, we have some honorable mentions but yes. I don't call them honorable mentions we just put in there because I forgot to put him in there and Josh I, talk well about I read the notes because I mean to pull back the veil for our listeners yeah there is some method to this madness. We do try to keep organized. Um, and so, but we try to keep it on one page because we don't want you to hear this while we flip well, the page. Well, now they heard it. Now <laughs> they heard it. I said I was pulling back the veil. Fair. Um, That's actually Fair. just tiny lightning outside. Well, I read it and I was like, oh man. Okay, so Lily Tomlin has to be mentioned. Yeah. She played Aunt May. I mean, She's Lily Tomlin. A lot of things, but most recently, Grace and Frankie. Yeah, Grace and Frankie Netflix. is amazing. Um, I mean, she's kind of like a, a golden goddess. Of uh, Catherine, Catherine Hahn, who is, shout out to my wife, one of her favorite people idols in, in the world. She's from such movies as like Step Brothers, Anchorman, all those. She's a really nice person. Uh, yeah, Judd Apatow things. And Luna Lauren Velez. Yeah, uh, she was Miles in Dexter. Mom. I recently just started watching Dexter, so yeah. I was like, ooh, Aguanta. Dexter and Oz. Aguanta. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's, that's all that's, that's all the information. Now we get into the meat of the show. Now we get into the meat. Meat and patats. That was the appetizers. Meat and yeah. the web shooters. I got my I got one of my favorite parts like lined up ready to go. Go. It is such a simple little thing. But when they're running from Doc Ock and he comes up, uh, Jake Johnson's Spider-Man comes up to Miles. He's like, good news. You don't need the monitor. And he throws it out. (laughs) (laughs) I got good news for you, kid. You don't need the monitor. That was one of my favorite. Because it was such an earnest thing. Like, hey, good news. You don't need to carry that shit. Um, That whole scene was was really great of him trying to get uh, relaxed. Mainly, uh, I mean, they were both great. Jake's Jake's responses really got me. Like Peter Parker's. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that was just off the top of my head. That was my first one. I'll jump in with more. If anyone um, wants to take it. To talk a little bit about that, I'm going to do the Corey thing. Oh, here's some information. Um, huh. Yeah. Uh, Jake Johnson really wanted to play this role mainly because of the fact that he got tired of seeing that superhero movies were all the craze. Because yeah. he felt like acting had become like this thing where it's like you had to be super fit and act. Yeah. Or this mm. you just be the character. Yeah. And so that's just like, oh, yeah, I'll be Peter Parker if I don't have to like do anything. Yep. Yeah. Spend the next four <laughs> months of my life getting ripped and eating nothing but like brown rice and chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, one of my favorite parts is when Peter and Miles are first uh, getting to know each other and yeah. they're walking up and down the building. Yeah. Oh, Because yeah. in all the yeah. Spider-Man movies... Well, he is, and he's struggling. Miles is struggling. Yeah, but you know what? In all the Spider-Man movies we've had, we've never had something like that. Yeah. Where he just walks up. And that's a shame. Like, 
Think about it. Think, it, you know should, I mean? it should be normalized since <laughs> you know, that's normal for like, them. Like in Batman, we get a conversation on a rooftop. With Superman, you know, he's cashing the lowest lane. But it's like with Spider-Man, like a lot of times you could play with the fact that he can walk normally on sideways or upside down and we don't yeah. play with that at all. Yeah. I did like the, with great power becomes, don't, don't you say don't it. You finish, yeah. Don't you finish that sentence. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> My favorite uh, part is such a small thing is it, it is the part where there it's the it's the crowd and there's a speech and and he's like <laughs> she's guy. talking to me and just the oh. random guy goes I I don't think it's personal I don't think it's for you it's a metaphor talking to you uh, that part got me choked up a little bit because yeah, I know what was gonna happen because that's the cool thing about the Miles Morales character is that it's built off of Peter Parker in a lot of ways it's like how do you how do you replace Peter Parker? And Peter Parker is a, a huge traditional hero, and so what you do is you kind of like just work to honor him. Yeah, and so that's like Miles's big thing, and it's like so great because a lot of the times in his stories he's like, I saw Spider Man die, and I won't let Spider Man die again. Yeah, and it's like <gasps> so good. I I really like the part where um they're in Miles's room and he's trying to be like, no, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, and we're gonna do it. And Peter just like grabs him by the shirt, knocks him off his feet, and is like, "Okay, do something, do anything, please." Yeah. Venom punch me. Yeah, yeah. Give me any reason for you to or come. Turn do invisible this. so you can sneak by me. Yeah, you can't do any of it. And, and everyone's outside listening. Oh, oh, oh your heart was, just dies so yeah. many times in this movie. Which, which is something that I think is devoid in a lot of like animated films. Like animated films, they they really kind of ham it up in terms of emotion. Like they're like, someone fucking died and it's sad. And you're looking like, at oh, you God. up, but looking at you up. But this one like really kind of puts you in that place of like feeling it like vulnerable and like weak and hope and like you can't powerless, like, powerless. Yeah. To mm-hmm. help out. And it's like, For oh, shit, word. which is really, really cool. I love that. I love that sequence of like, and he can't do it on command. <laughs> like, and he can't do it <laughs> do on, on command. command. Uh, one of, but I think one of my, or I have a couple favorite moments. One was, and I think this was in the first like teaser, and it's just the shot of him like diving, like the, the first the time where he jumps off, and it's where, upside down, and like, and it's upside down yeah. with the, with the, the city coming up. Yeah, uh, but like like that whole sequence with him like. Letting off with such, yeah, that's cool. He's <laughs> showing me his, uh, phone. Uh, his phone background. Um, like when he lets go and like the glass, like, oh, oh yeah. And it was just such an epic moment. I love the uh, look of his suit with the hoodie yeah, and the jacket. It looked good. With the dunk still By on? the yeah, way, all of it. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the, um, they, they put out the commercial for this movie in with the Japanese dub? It mm-hmm. looks like it's shonen, anime. like <laughs> anime. So which I, so like sincere and deep and heartfelt and superhero, which is not what the American audience got no, no, at no, no, all. No. It's definitely worth finding and watching. Oh, I think it'd be. That. I think it still would work really well, though. Oh no, yeah, no, yeah, it yeah. was amazing, but not just not what I was used to for what they put out right, for American right, audiences. Right. But I think my favorite moment was um, the thing that just stuck with me that I just loved after that moment throughout the entire rest of it was the reveal of Doc Ock. Oh, like, oh, I just yes. like it blew my mind, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And she looks amazing. It was a good twist, and, yeah, super good twist. They had a lot of good twists in this. Like, yeah. for example, when they build up the build up the build up the build up to the spider bite, 
and then when he finally gets bit and you see the venom injecting in the veins and we've seen the origin twice yeah and every time he gets that DNA "Ah," thing or like "Ah," he like shakes it off or whatever but he just really calmly just smacks it and then walks (laughs) it's very like New York like we see bugs and rats and shit all the time so like yeah just like when um him and Peter fall into the walkway and then people just all right we'll just go around around. thanks New York thanks New York yeah Yeah. uh they had a lot of those like setups and then like let's twist it. They wrapped just everything a little bit. Subversion. Yeah, very subversion. Nicely. Exactly. I loved uh another bit I loved is I mean, anything with Spider-Man Noir was phenomenal. Because oh, Nick Cage was perfect, but he has this Beautiful. one line where he just really dramatically is like, sometimes I let a match and let it burn down on my fingers just so I could feel something. And <laughs> I'm just like, like, I lost my shit. Not only that, but right after it has him holding it and it doesn't quite reach his fingertips, and he goes, Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's perfect. Or that him trying to figure out the Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Is this purple? No. <laughs> I love his introduction of like, why is there wind? We're in a basement. And then it's oh, like, yeah. I go, or the wind goes where I go. And where I go, the wind smells like rain. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. My hands are wet because I just washed them. No other reason. No other reason. <laughs> and uh, with uh, Spider-Ham, I love a, here's this hammer. It'll fit in your pocket. Yeah, I want like, you to have this. It'll, it'll fit in your pocket. I will say also, one of my favorite is... Put a hand on the shoulder. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> they that they did so many things so well. Calling where they that would back set to the end and put it all the way at the yeah. Everything was just yeah. wrapped so nicely. Yeah. Like yeah. the uncle surprised me a lot too. It wasn't until he was like writing the note and I was like, ah, things are quiet. Oh my god, it's him. Yeah. Um, I I, I, was, I since I've read the comics, I knew he was a prowler and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. But like in six and six <sighs> universe. Uh, Aaron Davis is not Miles Morales' blah, blah, blah. It's just a dude who actually, when Spider-Man's out and about, he needs to create an alibi. Aaron Davis will actually be in the Spider-Man suit. So he's still connected in the lore. And so in the Ultimate Universe, they did like some adaptations. And I will let everyone know at home, if you're reading the Ultimate Universe, it is different from this movie. Yeah. This Uh, is the cinematic take, just like Avengers Infinity is different. uh, Doc Ock is still a dude in that one, but I, yeah. I like this different version of yeah. it. And like Aunt May knew about Peter Parker and Peter Parker wasn't blonde. He's still brunette. Yeah. But like, I don't think all that Batcave stuff was all in there. I I really thought that that was cool. Like That's having super Aunt, cool. Aunt May know in, in, about. Well, she, and, she yeah. is. Yeah. She is more like hip and into it and all this stuff. And she like confronts Peter Parker and he like tells her. I yeah. also love that her couch is sealed in plastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that scene. In the like fighting oh. in Aunt May's like house, like oh That's man, it takes oh my god! You just see all the things breaking, not people, just like That's furniture. All she cares about yeah. yeah. Also, the intro to the Chris Pine Spider Man, where they throw Spider Man Three under the bus for the oh. dance scenes, oh the my finger god. guns, oh, and the dance. Oh my god! We don't uh, we don't, we don't talk, talk about, about that. that. I love that he. Uh, I don't know if it was like meant to just like buff it up a little bit or whatever or. Uh, but when he turns around and punches the car that comes yeah. into the cafe instead of it like coming through the window. Yeah, because everything was changed just well, slightly. Just slightly. Did, did you see that when he punched it all the way in the background is Doc Ock? Yeah. Oh, the, oh. the, the car goes that. back and destroys Doc Ock. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so wow. I was like, it's so small, city, small things. One of my favorite small little Easter egg things. This is not the 15 things you missed. But um, when Miles first calls uh, his uncle. Yeah. On top of Aaron Davis, which doesn't make any sense, is Brian Bendis, mm-hmm. the yeah. creator of it. I was like, that's so fucking good. Ditko's uh, also in there. Yeah. Um, like, so, that doesn't make sense in terms oh, yeah. of the context list. The fucking st- <laughs> best Stan Lee cameo to date, possibly. Oh, yeah. When he said, I'm really going to miss him, I was like, oh my God. I know. Or oh. also, oh. Uh, will this fit? 
They it always do. fits eventually. eventually. No refunds. No refunds. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'll, you know, we're not talking about this, but in Spider Man 3, one of the greatest lines that Stanley ever had was maybe. I guess one, one person, person really can, can make, make a difference. difference. And it's like, and that's the Spider Man story. And it's so good. Yeah. And I may be misremembering this. Um, so if if this favorite part is wrong, I don't care. But it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> my memory of it. But but blonde Peter Parker, we never really saw his face while he was alive. Yes. You never yeah. saw his face until okay. the very end. Okay. Yeah. Cause cause my brain had pieced these things together where he was like, it doesn't matter who's underneath the mask. Cause even when he was about to die, all you could see is like an eye. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciated that it was like, it didn't matter who was under that. No. It didn't matter what he looked like. Yeah. Not a lot of people care it's, of who he was before he put on the mask. It's exactly. A, it's a. Uh, <laughs> it's. <laughs> they did put on the mask. It's a, but it's a, it's a, a play on what uh, Stan Lee always used to say about Spider-Man mm -hmm. is that it doesn't matter who's under the mask, and that's why he always liked Spider-Man. It wasn't about, you know, who was. It could be anybody under there. Yeah. You don't see any of his face. His whole thing was that Batman. You knew who it was. You know, Superman. You know who it is. It, it, all the but people I can't, can be I can't anybody. And that's why he liked him so much. There's one yeah. part that I did think about anyone, you, Josh. I think yeah. he said anyone willing to do the right thing is, is a hero. Is a hero. Yeah. 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 So, um, one thing that made me think of Josh was every time the Prowler was on on screen. Because mm -hmm. they would have just that... Oh, like, the yeah. music that like, played. Jesus. And I was like, yeah. I feel like Josh might be like jizzing his pants right now. Yeah. I love the... There were a lot of like overall aspects. Like anytime somebody would glitch out, the just the... The animation that the would visual. happen, the visual that yeah. would happen. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of like graffiti art. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. love graffiti art, and so there was a lot of that that aspect in this. Um, I love that piece he did. In yeah, the, in the sewer. Yeah, or, or whatever. Subway. I just the the art style of I mean styles. It Multiple. Was, I mean, it was just such a that's, melange. Of yeah, that's goodness. one thing that I think is like severely understated. Yeah, is just the the achievement in art. In yeah. this movie, like just the art style, the use of color, the use yeah. of like different kinds of art, styles. and getting it to work with the type of animation they were doing. With. Yeah, yeah. Well, they Which, were using some traditional animation um, techniques. techniques there too, yeah. and uh, I was impressed by the fact that they had so many different art styles, but none of them clashed with each other. Right. They all yeah. functioned well together. I thought yeah. I was going to be annoyed at the sort of um, step frame, like low frame rate. Looking thing. whatever thing that the that's from like traditional animation that you normally see because I think traditional animation correct me if I'm wrong out there animators but I think it's like 14 frames per second or something 24. like that 24 for 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 a hand drawn animation mm. is it 24 I think I mean, film probably film wrong. is normally 24 digital is 23.98 I just so. know it's I just know it's fewer frames than than like a movie would be okay. typically so I think that's kind of like I don't know if that's what they were going for hmm. but I think it, it worked really well. For it and, and and that's the thing it's like it's it has the sort of cartoonish quality but at the same time it's very highly detailed oh my yeah. gosh and the smoky scenes after there was yeah. like rubble and the collider Atmosphere. and everything they looked real world i was like this actually looks like photorealistic for half a second yeah here. yeah they uh, 15 frames per second 15, 15 i'm super second, wrong yeah. And that's, it's just because else. it's just because they have to literally draw every single frame twice. in traditional animation and they have to do it twice twice that's mm -hmm. yeah crazy um but yeah, um, did you, we'll we'll get to the with the next part. We have um instead of uh, favorite characters, 
favorite version of Spider-Man, unless we want to go over any more favorite parts. If they come up, though. Favorite come up. parts I, are going to It's going to keep going. Forever. It's going to go yeah. forever the whole and ever. Movie. Yeah, the pretty whole much. movie. Uh, favorite favorite version of Spider-Man in this movie. Go, Corey. Miles. Miles for me was 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 what I was looking for in a Spider-Man movie, like that I haven't seen. Do you know what I mean? Like in in I mean we can go deep into this if we want. What are you laughing at? No, I just feel like you're looking at me kind of like anticipatory of like me not Judgment. wanting agree to agree with it. But no, like, I get it. I'm just I'm just <laughs> trying to articulate it correctly. Uh but it's it's like it it Miles pulled together every aspect I missed from the Sam Raimi ones and the Amazing Spider-Man for either either side of the, you know, unmasked hero or masked hero. So the the marriage between those felt really fluid. Yeah. Uh, and we haven't and even in the Homecoming I don't think I got that completely uh in t- until this. So for me it was it was Miles all day. Mm-hmm. Um second favorite. <sighs> Probably, uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with Jake Johnson's Peter Parker. Uh, uh, either yeah. that or or or, or Spider Man Noir. But it comes down to the screen time, right? Like Jake Johnson's Spider Man, you develop with more mm-hmm. than any other, any of the other versions. Yeah. So it's hard not to pick him. There, I mean, there's three main Spider Man Spider people. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, Spider Ham is one of them. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> so for me, I think it has to be that simply because we kind of went on his arc as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether even though it was like the B plot, uh, but then always Spider Man Noir is always great. Um, yeah, I am going to say Miles as well. Um, uh, that's kind of a blanket term because it's say. his movie. It's his movie, but I really I enjoyed watching everything that I, I enjoyed watching yeah. his, his arc unfold. Yeah, his it's so super cool. dope. Um, <laughs> this would be a point where I would say hashtag That's my Spider Man. That I, I was like that was, that was I was gonna say it later but you've taken it later. <laughs> um second would be spider Gwen I Gwanda Gwanda, Gwanda. I, um I dug her because I had never ever you don't heard. get to like the haircut yeah <laughs> you had no pre you had no previous exposure I had no previous to exposure to it so it was like what this is exciting yeah. what is this I'm yeah. so yes yeah so uh, Ooh, when she was introduced, when she was introduced in the Spider Verse event, mm-hmm. it was like blah blah Earth whatever Spider Gwen, and literally underneath it says, "Your new favorite." Oh, nice! Yeah. And, and she was so popular, she had her own run series. Nice. And uh, her suit's dope. For the uninitiated, uh, you can't really ha- have her called herself Spider Gwen. She's Spider Woman. But yeah. then in her comic books now, you can't have multiple Spider Women. So she's going by Spider Ghost, and she's been going for by Spider Ghost for a while. Hmm. So it's interesting. They're just, they're trying to slowly change. The if name. you like the art in this, look up some Spider Gwen covers. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I would have any Spider Gwen uh, comic cover for like a poster in my room any day. Did Did you guys all pick that up with the whole Peter Parker thing? Hmm? So mm-hmm. Peter Parker in that universe, like he was, was her best friend. Was her best friend, but oh, was, oh. So, was so obsessed with Spider Woman, he wanted to have powers, and so he created a serum. Utilizing and he turned himself into lizard, lizard, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he dies. And she he dies in her arms because they fight. Aww. And it's because he she couldn't save him. And so it's like they they they, they get it enough uh, across in the movie, but yeah. then if you don't know anything about any of the Spider-Man, you're like, oh, what happened? Like yeah. he died. Yeah. Oh what? Uh, what? <laughs> side note on on Gwen, I really like that her side shave came from her hair being ripped, ripped off. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like 
a lot of times things nowadays where they just look squirrelixy for no reason. They're like squirrelixy or it's like trying to be I'm fighting the patriarchy by shaving part of my head. And I like that this one was like a no, I liked my hair as is, but you just ripped it off my head. Cool. Thank you. Now I I have to get a side shave. That moment in the movie is when I knew that was that was the spider Gwen, not. Gwen, Gwen. Oh, because she immediately goes, "You need to calm down." And I was like, "Oh, she knows. Mm. She knows what's going on." That's Spider Gwen, not Gwen Stacy from Gwen this. Not Gwen Stacy from this one. I had a f- well. It's that hard. was the moment. That's good. I didn't pick. It's up hard that for me. She, the first thing she doesn't do is she doesn't say, "What are you doing?" It's a, "You need to calm down. You need to relax." She, That's what she it definitely is. sensed him then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hard for me to like or sense him before actually. Be like, yeah, oh, yeah. I knew when because like I just I listen to Haley Steinfeld music, so I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I knew she was Gwen already yeah. when she said Gwanda. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I didn't know if she was this universe's Gwen Stacy or Spider Gwen. Yeah. Right. And that was the moment I determined it, is all I'm saying. Makes sense. Kaylin? Uh, Kaylin, favorite mm-hmm. Spider Man person. Miles. In, in is second. All the day because Miles is just seeing him deal with it. Like, I guess getting his origin story made me care about him more, but also he's just a really cool fucking kid. Like, he was great. People people like an origin story. Yeah. That's why we got a Batman one. That's why we movie. got six of them in this one. Yeah, it was great. I loved all the origins. Um, they were handled really well. I, I would say my second favorite is Penny Parker. Yeah. Just because I, I liked her. The psychic link to the spider inside psychic the Psychic link to the spider. She was just like eating gumballs all while day. hacking everything. Like, it was great. Uh, Ollie, Ollie, Parker free. Parker free. Almost, yeah. Almost. Uh, it actually is. I was Parker gonna say free. I was gonna say Ali Ali Arachne. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that one's horrifying. It kind of, actually it is Parker free, but I do have to give I'll be like uh Jake Johnson nailed it. Like yeah. out of the park. Like, yeah. I would take him any day for coffee? for another for another go. Oh that well yeah, that too. I would love to take him out for some <laughs> coffee, pick his brain. Um what it was like to work with Zoe Dish and all my other Bay for days. Oh my uh-huh. god. <laughs> but uh Mine is Miles, for obvious reasons, all the reasons you guys have stated. Uh, phenomenal Peter Parker, not Peter Parker, but phenomenal, like, it's spectacular hero and hero. Like, yeah. perfect mix. Um, it didn't feel jarring or awkward or disjointed. It was just organic, for lack of a better overused term. Um, and uh, my second favorite is Gwen. Yeah. Because nice. I love the aesthetic of that character, and I think it's a really interesting take. And, yeah. Uh, and she's a strong woman. And she's a strong woman. And she's Haley Steinfeld. Um, well, yeah. You have more of a connection with that than me, but oh, sure. My God. Anyways, um, Miles Morales all day, every day. But uh, Jake Johnson, Peter Parker. Uh, I I love this story. Um, and I was watching one of the interviews, and Shamik Moore, who plays Miles Morales, said it perfectly. And I, I love this and how they had this understanding. Is that Miles Morales is learning how to become Spider-Man. From someone who forgot how to be Spider Man. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so it's that, like that's they're a- both learning how to become Spider Man. <laughs> like, oh, that's the pitch right there, baby. And I F did- is for friends that do stuff, stuff together. together. <laughs> it was for you Number and me. Five? Um, yeah. But um, no, I, I love this because I, I love Miles Morales and I'm I'm glad he got his 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 day in the sun. I'm glad that he finally was able to shine amongst you know, the pantheon of Spider-Man that has been in the movies now. Um, and I hope it really shows that we can get a live action one. And I don't know what that means. I would have loved actually if the actor who portrayed him voice wise played him. Um, but I think he's now as an adult and we probably want to yeah. have a kid, but yeah. I don't know. It, it, to me, I don't, I don't care if my, my Spider-Man's older. 
as long as he he's of the adult. As long as he doesn't look so. forty yeah. years old, he uh, doesn't look young. No, that's but, what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but also, black don't crack. Um, <laughs> these are true facts. Asian don't raisin and black don't crack. Um, and if it's all white, it's all right. Anyways, um, but Jake Johnson as Peter Parker, I I love that this was after the Toby verse Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, I love the tragic story of like. He never really grew up. He always was just a hero at heart. And then he just kind of stayed that way and was never ready to move on. And MJ was ready to be an adult with their life and all that stuff. And I, I, I love the fact that he had moments where it's like he just didn't want to do anything. But then when things had to happen, he took care of everything. Him in those sweats. <laughs> Killing it. Was it. So Killing funny it. to me. Those sweatpants. Well, I love it. it's like you got a little rounder. You know, I, I wasn't this round before. You know, I it was warping. Yeah. Warping. Uh, like, but then like the moment, like, don't worry, kid, I got it. Get out. And it's like, oh shit, he handles it. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he it, that's the thing is like Spider-Man should be able to save the day. And like I <laughs> do love I it. want kids now. And I love that when he <laughs> when he goes out, he's like, here's the plan. We do this, we do that. He has the plan, but he's also like, I'm also going in half cocked. Yeah. Um, I also like that when he takes the bagel, all the doctors are like, he's got a bagel. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh when they're escaping, <laughs> they're like, and they stole a bagel. No, that's my other, like, one favorite moment is when he throws the bagel back and it hits the guy in the head. <laughs> yeah. It says bagel in text yeah. above him. Yep. Like, he just got bageled. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, but also, I one of my... Whip, release, and it actually says thwip. Thwip, my, w- One of my, I think my sh- my f- my favorite ones, if you guys don't know, it's like, it's the fucking, the drama between Miles and Peter. Yeah. And it is probably during that scene in the room where, like, he... Like, Do something. He's trying to push... Miles to to be Spider-Man. But then I also love like inside Peter Parker's like little tool shed where everyone's like, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to. He's the only one who's like, hey, give him a break. Yeah. You know, like he has that humanity, but also it's like that sense of like, I know where he's coming from. Yeah. It's like no one teaches yeah. you how to be Spider-Man. You just become it. And that, that, that lesson of it's a leap of faith. You'll never know when you're going to be Spider-Man. You'll never know when you'll be ready. And then, and then at the very goal. end, he's like, how will I know if I can be ready to see MJ again? It's like, you won't. And he's holding him the same way he was in his room. Yeah. Mm, Like that, those, that chemistry between those two characters is written so well. Like I know like this movie is like a whole with every, all the characters, but man, if that's the meat and fucking potatoes of the movie, that's a hundred percent. I also love when they're walking up the side of the building and he like crouches down and looks like he's crying. He's like, I'm trying to guilt you. Is it working? No. (laughs) Get up here. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Get up. Get up. I just love that he calls him a goober too. And then all the other Spider-Man, like Gwen calls it. She's like, we're getting into the goober. You know that, right? And then even Lily Tomlin's like, oh, you broke the goober. And I just like, (laughs) why does everyone know this? Well, because it's just MacGuffin-y. It's just a plot device. Like, I got to get this thing to fix the thing. I make so many of those. I don't even know what to call them anymore. So just call them all goobers. Which I I love because, again, no Spider-Man to date other than close Andrew Garfield was smart. To, to make things for themselves. Yeah. Because yeah. Andrew Garfield had the one he had to make the thing, but I didn't like the fact that Gwen Stacy did the whole, like, do this and make the submit, blah, blah, blah. But, like, he started developing it. But, like, Spider-Man makes a lot of fucking tech. And in, like, the actual 616 universe, he almost helps create Alchemax. Oh. He's and, smart as shit. And he, his, like, like, in current continuity, his company rivaled Tony Stark's. But it all oh. went under because he just fucking let it go under. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. So, does that get us to Tom's favorite part? Qualmy, qualmy, qualms. Mm. DJ qualms in the house. And Dr. Gripes. Dr. Gripes, what's your prescription? My prescription. More cowbell. Uh, 
Um, it's very hard to find gripes in this one. Jesus. <clears throat> uh, but uh, if I were to if I were to pull really really hard, it's not the term I wanted to use, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> you can pull really long. If I wanted to really yeah. nitpick, I would say that I would have liked a little bit more uh, of Uncle Aaron. Like I feel like you want more. Hey, this movie is really good at treating its audience like they're like with intelligence. Like they don't treat them like they're idiots. Like those little things that they they, they don't even show him get shot. They just show a shot and then a, a gun. Yeah, but I mean, like PG baby, you pick up on all the story beats and and all the plot points that you need to from the characters, even though a lot of it has to be kind of given to you quickly. Um, and we got a lot of we got some subtle hints as to like the Aaron and his dad, like their issues. Mm-hmm. And I would have loved a little bit more, like maybe like. A confrontation between the two, and this and this totally sounds like of how they should like treat Miles, of how mm-hmm. they should treat Miles, or like what happened, maybe mm-hmm. some animosity, some kind of confrontation, uh, and it totally sounds like a scene that would be destined to be a deleted scene because yeah. it doesn't drive the plot forward, it doesn't like yeah. it's X, just y, exposition a little bit, yeah, but but yeah, I think I think it would have impacted a little bit more to give Aaron a bit of redemption or whatever, and then. It- before he gets sent off. In the Kong books, uh, Prowler doesn't look anything like that. He actually no. looks more like a purple Deadpool. Oh. Um, but he's he, kind of that. He's but... not dead. Yeah. Either. And, but I mean, he has like the fucking Black Panther 90s cape too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, is this evil Black Panther? What's going <laughs> I, on? I liked it. Well, but the funny I loved it. Oh, right when I... he hops over the fence, I'm like, Prowler. <laughs> just because that was such a compelling relationship. I would have loved to see it. Um, I agree. Character. Just flush out a little bit more. Let's be honest. You want more Mahershala Ali? Yeah, yeah, because he has your last much. name as your first name. Yeah, that's that's why. <laughs> only reason. That's the only reason. Nothing about talent. Nothing at all. <laughs> Nothing. Not at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, that makes sense, Ollie. That was the only thing that I could think of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Josh, any qualms or gripes? Hopefully, they're qualms because gripes don't exist. Not in this dimension. Mm. Not about my dimension. Um, <laughs> I mean, I. There was nothing that I could that I would change. There was nothing that I needed more. I mean. Ollie brings up a good point. I mean, I yes, the uncle was, in a sense, it's it's the for me, it's kind of the Thanos bad guy thing. Like, it's like, is he a mm-hmm. bad guy? I mean, he kind of is, but he kind of redeems himself right. in a way. Oh, Kingpin? Uh, no, oh, no, Prowler. Uh, yeah. Prowler. Um, just because there was that personal relationship with it, I I could have used more, but it's not something that it's because he make says or like break the, it says like he's like we we me and your me and your dad used to tag up the town or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and it's like and he be, decided to become a cop. And then he kind of doesn't really finish his sentence there as far as like what he chose to become. So it's like, was yeah. he good? And then fell on some hard times. Is he I mean, obviously, he's, obviously from his like last speech or whatever, you can tell that he's kind of a good guy, but yeah, but probably is way better than Thanos. Thanos killed his own child. Yeah. Probably wasn't going to kill no mouse. I, I was no. more so. He even put his he mask a... down and like raised his hands. And I was like, Oh fuck. He's looking out for him too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really have Blah. any qualms. <laughs> Bikes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Corey, qualms or gripes? Do I look like a man with qualms? No. Yeah. Sometimes you barely so, have pants. I don't. I don't have any qualms. This was. More pants. Um, I know Josh joked about it earlier, but hashtag this is my Spider Man. This is. Uh, this has replaced the the where the Amazing Spider Man stood for me as the benchmark Ooh. for what a Spider Man film has to be for me to enjoy it. How Agreed. much skateboarding was involved? Not none. Well. 
Not a single little bit. No, yeah. no, no poop, no, I'm no poop crying here. Crying. Or no <laughs> dancing down the street. If I could there was write some your coattails. But not in a serious way. Okay. If I, could, if I could ride your coattails on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, to me, I thought Homecoming, Tom Holland, was going to be my like Spider Man. Mm-hmm. But there's something, and it, and it's like, those are incredible. Like, Homecoming was incredible. His involvement in the MCU is awesome. But it's, it's it's sort of like taken a hard right turn with how mu- how much Iron Man is involved with his development as a hero. Yeah, and I missed that. I missed him not having like Iron Man in his life to kind of become his own hero. Even though that was the exact- we'll no, 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 that was the plot of Homecoming. <laughs> no, I just hate. We'll talk about it but, in our next. Yeah, new we'll talk segment. about it in our next new segment, which I saw is in red on the paper, which I've never seen color on these pages. So I'm very intrigued. Josh but, has color in these printers. <laughs> so no problems. Uh, but I have to say that this, I, I feel like I got the most genuine version of Spider-Man. Even though it's not just one Spider-Man. Like, that's the cool thing is yeah. that we got a coherent Spider-Man story with multiple supporting characters. That are all Spider-Man. That are all Spider-Man. <laughs> that are also yeah. superheroes. Yeah. Better than a Homecoming movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had already established hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. But. Yeah. That's I don't have any qualms. That's the whole thing. Is like, I uh, I I understand both of your your points on the uncle thing. I don't. I think it would enrich it, but like like you said, we don't need it. Yeah, to we understand don't need that. It. We don't. I, it still works amazingly without that. That would just be like the cherry on top. Mm-hmm. But even then, I don't even know what so you would, would take you out to put that in. Right. Say you like the movie. I'd say I liked the movie. Yes. How about you, Kaylin? I like the movie. Yeah. So any qualms for you? <laughs> um, I wish it was a little longer. No, that's a good. I, qualm. That's it, good it's qualm it's have. one of those things where How, I, what is the runtime? Yeah. I'm about now. it's just shy of two hours, I believe. I think it's one hour fifty one minutes. Somewhere in there. Yeah. That's what I, I One hour and fifty three. I could have gone longer. I I I would have preferred a little more fleshing out of things. I mean, everyone mm, fleshing out is the wrong way to phrase that because everything was fleshed out very well I just wish I would have gotten more of it you would have mm-hmm. wished it was more textured out more saturation right. I, I w- <laughs> sometimes they gotta leave you wanting more so they also, can make a sequel also 30 more minutes would probably cost them another year of production yeah, oh that's for fair. sure so I'm I'm happy that I got what I did but I, my only qualm is uh, that it was great <laughs> so I wish there was more of it uh, but yeah that I don't, I don't have any qualms is this just me now? yeah I yeah. so um it's like a qualm, but it's more of a conversation piece because I'm never a fan, you know, call me snobby of like narration, mm-hmm. but I like the fact that you use it in this because I'm going to say it, it's PG. It's, it's for families and children too, but to me, primarily children. Side note, watching this movie with children right next to me was actually the best thing ever. Yeah, because they get excited about they it. They were so stoked all the way through. And to me, like, I miss, in a way, that's something that Disney and DC has not done so well. And it's make these for children. And I mean, yeah. like, you can make them for families. You can make them PG-13, whatever. But it's like, you follow a child story really well. Or a, a coming-of-age story really well with this story that I love. And that's why I'm really excited for Shazam. Um, but, uh, yeah, normally narration, I don't normally like, but I really like the fact they use it in this because the fact that it's, they're, they're really keying in on the comic book factor. Mm-hmm. They're keying in on the words that go yeah. around his head yeah. or the words that when he's running around, he's like, it's just, it's not, it's normal. It's normal. And he gets hit by a bus, uh, hit by a car, which happens in the comic book. Um, and another 
again, something that I would be more irritated about, but something that works pretty well in this is the fact that he sings the the movie soundtrack original song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sunflower by Post Malone. Because uh, right in the opening, you know, he's singing it along. It's like, cool. It's a nice bridge from the non-diegetic to the diegetic. And I mm-hmm. get it. But, yeah. but then it boy. comes back at the very end where it's something that relaxes and which makes it m- more acceptable. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I'm like, they could have used another song, right? In my mind. That's how I think about it. But it's like, it doesn't take away too much for me. And so I'm like, it's not even like a huge thing. It's, it's, it's the language that they that they had to use to, and it, and to let you know that's what that's why he's pulling. And it. it's also kind of like it's a, it's how the film is kind of made in the time we're in now. Yeah. yeah, you know, it would feel weird if he was just like singing a theme song or something like that, or Britney yeah. Spears or something. Yeah, like I, yeah. I think that I, yeah, it worked for me. In if if it was like in like two thousand and two with Tony McGuire, he would probably be humming Jurassic Park or something. Nickelback. Shit. <laughs> I, I love me some Nickelback. Anyways, um, but yeah, those are pretty much it. It's not even really qualms; they're more just conversation pieces of things that like you kind of have to discuss if you w- like it or not. If you're a fucking film for the star. narration, I also like that it wasn't really prevalent until he got bit, and then it was like loud and overwhelming. Well, he even says he, it, yeah. yeah. He, and there was he calls one, it out. One of the word bubbles when he's running by hits a pedestrian in the back of the head, yeah. which I really oh. liked. Yeah, they don't, they don't react, but it goes. Ding. <laughs> wow, it's really good. A little, yeah. little putazo. I have yeah. to watch For this movie again, one hundred percent, at least four times uh, soon. At least. So that ends all the qualms. Yeah. yeah. Now it's time to rate the what actual favorite part, and I believe it's you two, then me, and then you two. Yes. And by that I mean Josh and Caitlin, me, and then Ali and Tom. For those For who the can't. audio listeners, <laughs> yeah. I. E. All right, let's listeners. do this one more time. <laughs> um, Josh, do you want a high five while we say it at the same time? High five. five. It's a five. Wow. For me. I don't have anything to change. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Not a single thing. It was wow. wonderful. All, all the art was beautiful. All the music was great. Sound was great. Characters, casting. Like, what could you have done other than give me more, please, yeah. soon? Which they might. I hope so. Wow, fives. Uh, some Dr. Manhattan blue penis. Damn. Them. Well, if you guys gave it a five, I... <laughs> give me a five. We'll give it a five. <laughs> <laughs> like the moment you started that sentence, like hundred percent. We already knew where it was going. We do. We do. Uh, Ollie, you. Ollie, uh, age before beauty. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then beauty before age. Also, let's do it alphabetically. Why oh, not age and beauty before Tom? Wow, so, there we go. There, there. Thank you, Corey. Yeah. Someone wants to get lucky tonight. Um, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, so, I'm I'm usually very apprehensive. With my fives. Oh, here's a five. <laughs> Thank you for burying the for not letting me bury the lead or however that works. Yeah. Uh, it's a five. Yeah. Uh, it's a five. Yay! We're all the grumps. We're all the grumps of the episode. Good job. Because we say it no matter how low it is. This is the first unanimous five. There unanimous. might be one more. Maybe. But I think it could have been like yeah. nine over Christmas. I feel like I've never given a five. Uh, you might have. You, you, Lord have. of the Rings. Lord, well, yeah. Okay, yeah. go on, get out of here. Get the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of here. Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, that wasn't was really episode, except for three though. other movies, which I gave fives to. That was just nerding out on things <laughs> that we all love. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's kind of the whole point of everything show, here, Ali. So, Tom, what's this new segment we got here? So we we gushed a bit, and I want to leave this a little bit more of gushing. But I wanted to have the reason why I like rating. Because it allows us to be quantifiable, allows us to analyze and discuss reasons why we feel the things that we feel, um, to allow us to articulate, because some people just are emotional about it. But um, we are here to discuss and rank who our top uh, versions of Spider-Man on screen are. 
And I'm talking about lead characters. So Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, and Shamik Moore. As you're going to rate them, who is your top down? You can have like a top three and then two. Oh, okay. And this is is going off. Tobey Maguire had three. Andrew Garfield had two. Tom Holland had two stints. Three stints now. And then Shamik had one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Only only, only feature length versions. No silver screen. No no TV. Because, you know. No Patrick Harris then. Um, well, Tom, you, I feel like you should start us off. Okay. Just because uh, just you did this to us. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. it's your fucking fault. So for me, my top favorites. So number one, uh, I'm still going to say it's still Tom McGuire. Tom McGuire. Still yeah. Tom McGuire. Number two is Shamik Moore. Uh, number three is for all arounder, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Number four is Andrew Garfield. Reason why. Now, the reason why Tom Holland is below Shamik, and I said this earlier, is that Shamik had one film, and it had multiple Spider-Man. Tom Holland had three appearances, and I still don't think Spider-Man wants to be a hero. He just wants to hang with the cool kids with the Avengers, Mm -hmm. and that's a problem for me. He does like Miles Morales doesn't want to hang out with Peter Parker just to be like I'm with the cool guys. He wants to be Spider-Man because he saw a Spider-Man die. He made a promise. He made a promise. He he sees that his dad knows where the other road goes. He has seen people die in front of him. He's seen how the world gets changed. He <sighs> has these abilities and he doesn't know what to do with them. He's, his dad going, come on, get up, Spider-Man. Oh. Like, oh. Like, oh, my emotions. It's, it, it's, <laughs> and, and he inherently is a good kid, but then he, in school, already feels like he doesn't belong. Yeah. You know, like you don't get that feeling with he Tom Holland. He did it at his old school. Yeah. And that, I love that the parallel at the very end where like he's getting high fives from everyone as being the new Spider-Man and slips off the building. Yep. And he's like, that was meant for you. That was pr- the, the thing. With Tom Holland, like it's fun. It's John Hughes-ish, but I don't get the, the heart from the John Hughes-ish. Mm-hmm. Like I get Easter eggs from everything that I should like about it, but nothing that really gives me a tangible feeling I, that I should, that I am liking it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like yeah. I, I, I Shamik Moore's and Miles Morales' story is is phenomenal, and I guarantee it. If next two films are this good and they don't have a Spider Man three incident, this will be the number one. Yeah, because it's it's just coherent and it's just a good storytelling of a hero. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Toby. I'm actually uh, just gonna hop on those that, those coattails because I kind of actually knew what Tom was gonna say, and yeah. I knew he was gonna say it far more eloquently than I could put it. So. That's the exact same Ditto. list. Exact same list okay. for all the exact same reasons. Thanks, Tom. And to Corey's credit, Andrew Garfield is a great Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but I fucking hate his Peter Parker. That's fair. Yeah. His suit, by far, out of every single iteration, is the best Spider-Man suit. Yeah. But goddamn, he needs to shut the fuck all up. All those sometime. quips. He needs to shut so up. Good. He needs to shut up as Peter Parker. And as I as I read from, or as I heard from Kevin Smith say, I don't want to fuck my own Peter Parker. Okay. Because he's too sexy looking. He's, good looking. he's a good looking guy. <laughs> oh. He's a good looking guy. I should feel a little sorry for a schmo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine would be... Uh, you to bottom sh- or top? What up to you? Shamik, number number one. Number one. Number uno. Uh, number two for me is uh, Toby. Mm-hmm. Number three is Tom Holland. And number four is Andrew Garfield. And that was... And, ba- and Toby is... Is as high as he is only because of two. Uh, two. 
uh, which is my favorite one of the of of them all. I think two is one of my like favorite movies. Favorite movies. Um, it was just such a like I was just amazed by it at the time. It's uh, amazing, Spider Man. It's amazing. It's not, and this is <laughs> ultimate Spider Man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is definitely my favorite iteration on the Spider Man character. Hands nice. Up. I delicious, Josh. Josh or Josh? I'm going to copy you. Oh, yeah. Because yes. I can't think for myself. I'm no. not the only one. That's what I was thinking. Let me lend you my you scantron. Just, you just, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. What you get says, for name? It all says C. Yeah. <laughs> it all says C. <laughs> um, yeah. I. Oh. I mean, we've already done the Spider-Man episode. Um, we might have to do another one. We. No. He might. No. I'm just kidding. What? no I want. Okay. Maybe after Far From Home. Yeah. Um, Watch out for anniversary. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miles took the cake for me. Shamik just, he took the cake for me in terms of the, and I feel, I personally, just because, you know, I've already said that I'm kind of a grump when it comes to uh, animated films, it's hard for me to put it in the same echelon, but that's how good this movie was to me, is that it's like, no, no, it deserves to be in the echelon of the other Spider-Mans that are... Yeah, fucking. Because it's easy to write it off as like an animated thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, we don't count that. No, this you count. It's really, really good. Um, And then it would be Toby, and then it would be Tom, and then it would be Mm -hmm. Andrew. Um, But this one really took the cake for me. I walked out of it going, uh, my immediate thought was, hashtag, that's my Spider-Man. I'm going to let Tom read my list off, because I think he knows it. I bet you, you know my list. I'm going to guess. Yeah, yeah. Top, Shamik. Yeah. Second, uh, Garfield. Uh Uh-huh. Third, Tom. Yeah. Last is Toby. Yeah, Last there it is. Toby. That's, that's <laughs> Toby. Cry face McGuire. I don't. Toby yeah. McGuire is what no, he calls I, him. Yeah, I call him Toby McGuire. Um, and we, we love him. No, we do. Uh, I mean, for the but same we, reason. But we have preferences. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like them all. They're all Spider Man. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, all I just, levels of Spider Man. I just don't believe him as Spider Man. That's all. Uh, so for me, this one, like I said before, is a, is like a perfect marriage of the unmasked hero, or the unmasked person and the masked hero coming together in a fluid, cohesive way that we haven't gotten with. Like you said, like Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, too sc- cool for school, and like uh, the quipless, uh, it's you out, out of your mind, Gobby, that we got with <laughs> well, Tobey Maguire. When Doc Ock throws his that money bag, here's your change. Yeah. I love I love that. No. That's okay with me. So, I love that just bags of gold coins. I love that. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> and Joel McHale. Um, and, and then, and then the I, I feel the same way you do about Holland's Spider-Man, where it's like he's not a hero yet. He's still a kid who got some powers. His character's like, still in progress. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I do like the fact, like the Kevin Smith thing, he's like, he is the only one who has a Queen's accent, which is kind of cool. But uh, I think it's that same thing. Like he's got, he he's kind of almost too cool as well. Uh, and and so is Aunt May for me. So for me, this, this, takes, this takes precedence over all that. This is my, when anyone asks me what my favorite Spider-Man movie is, this is my answer now. You know, if you got like rejected maybe once, then I'd be like, okay, Tom Holland's a little, you know, understandable. That could change. This list, that's the thing. That's the cool thing about this is that, like, I have to say, like, Sony has been bringing it with Spider Man lately. Kirsten Dunst, bring it on. Mm-hmm. Like, except not with Kirsten Dunst. Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. That's the, that's the irony <laughs> is that it doesn't involve Kirsten this time. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all about. Who I also can't stand. So maybe that's also <laughs> so why that's, I don't oh, like that's probably part of what? it too. Yeah. I think I think a lot of it goes. It's it's more than just. Don't the you actor. dare talk about Kiki that way. I'm gonna. <laughs> I I'm actually. Why don't you like her? I don't think she's a good actress. 
dare talk about Kiki. I don't. Gauntlet. My, my quiet drop. gasp before Tom yells. Um, That's all. <laughs> but then the cool thing is that you did get, like, I did love, he became the Spider-Man at the last fight. He was yeah. dominating the fight. He was doing all the cool quips. Yeah. And he did all the cool maneuvers. And they're like, did we teach him that? We taught him that, right? No. We taught him that. We totally well, I love that, that he, what it, what it basically was for me that got me all verklempt is it was, he, he, he's looking at all these Spider-Mans and they're all the traditional hero. And he's, they're like his piece that he puts in, in the, um, the subway it says no expectations. Mm -hmm. And it, it's like in that moment, he just embraced his own his own ethos, so to speak, of yeah. like no expectations. And he was his own kind of Spider-Man. 100%. Yep. And it was like, for me, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Little baby boy. He's oh, not, it's, he, the, it's funny because the only advice he took is the one from Peter Parker's Spider-Man, which is he needs space. And once he got some space and everyone wasn't shouting, you need to put your dukes up, like that kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, he figured it out. Yeah. So, um, but I think I think this list could change depending on how Far From Home goes, because Far From Home has the opportunity. No, to they don't. Be... They're done shooting, so the opportunity's done. <laughs> well, we haven't seen it, but the it, movie it itself has the opportunity has the opportunity to be even better than Homecoming and could to still be, be edited that, mm -hmm. to be that amazing sophomore. They can get a bunch of trailer people to re-edit it. Yeah. Wow. I'm just saying that's what happens. Is that like. What's if people love this movie, they're gonna be like, Oh shit, Far From Home better be kind of like this, yeah. And that a trend influences a movie, and that's what happens with like superhero movies. Everyone's so quick to be like, We got to be like the thing that was just successful, simulate success, yeah. yeah. They, that they forget their own goddamn I'm hoping, identity. I'm hoping that Sony just has a little bit of confidence to not do that, yeah. That's Good my only hope, luck, <laughs> but probably not. Hopefully, I, the MCU involvement will prevent that from happening a little I, bit. I don't doubt that we're actually gonna see a Miles Morales. Because we no, got, no, no. I, I, yeah, I know what you mean yeah. though. Like, I'm hoping that they don't do, uh, well, for lack of a better example, I hope they don't DCify it. As trying in, to, trying to by be, trying to intervene, yeah. intervene, and be like, oh, Deadpool did good. Let's put jokes, haha. Uh, well, I mean, that's already what the Marvel ethos is: put jokes and everything. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, like, but they're we're, done so well. Mm, the jokes in this movie was a little bit better, and I, I call that only on Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Yeah. Um, but I will say that speaking of. We saw Donald Glover. Yeah. Aaron Davis yeah. in Homecoming. Yeah, we yep. did. So as Prowler. As, as Aaron Davis. Yeah. yeah. So maybe a little seed. I have a nephew. And I don't want guns on the street. Yeah. And so we'll see what happens. It'll be really interesting. Be so down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Let's do it. I feel complete. It. I feel complete I'm as well. Feeling complete. Yeah. I complete guys, all over the dimension. Guys, did you complete? I, I know we've said it like three or four times, but. The last four days, I've been editing uh, something for Storyboard, and all I've been listening to is the soundtrack for this. Same. That's it. It's all, all I've been working to. Day I've been listening up. to the soundtrack. Guess yeah. what I'm doing when I get home? It's phenomenal. I'm I so listen excited. to I listen to the soundtrack for like half the day, and then I just listen to Post Malone for the second half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I stuck to the soundtrack, but it's all the same shit. Yeah, I can't wait to see if he gets other suits or we, we see the fucking Insomniac Spider-Man. Oh, and suit. then like Gwen reaching out across oh, dimensions. dimensions. Yeah. It's exciting shit. I'm ready to watch this movie over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Yes. This is a this is a this is going on the Corey Blu-ray buy list. This sure. is this Same. is uh everyone if you have kids, show your kids this movie. I'm curious yeah. to see. I mean, I know that it turned into a big joke, but at the end Miguel. Like, just the, Miguel. I'm like, oh kinda, my god. Because like after I saw this, and I know that we've talked about Spider-Man here and in there, uh -huh. and I asked Tom for like What's reference source material? source material, and it's like there's so much that I did not know. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. it's like 
and I've always talked about I, I love a good um alternate. an alternate story. And so I'm loving that I'm finding out baby. that there's all these alternate things and yeah. I'm like, I know nothing. It's I think that's gonna be real. First of all, they cast Oscar too. Isaac, which yeah. I think he, it they could go if they're doing another like multi dimension one, they could follow the guidelines of uh shattered dimensions, which uh Spider Man twenty ninety nine was a huge Contributor of the four, it was Noir, Spider-Man, 2099, regular Peter Parker, and Ultimate, Ultimate right? So, like, they could follow that think, as a guideline. I don't, think they would have, uh, I don't think they would have set that up without that in mind. Although, it would, you know, it's a great setup for an amazing yeah. meme at the end. But, yeah, I think I think that's why they had, like, the, the wristband, you know, version of that machine or whatever it was. Well, yeah. I also kind of think I would hope, this is, this is a hope. That they wouldn't just do that for no reason, right? It's like, yeah, we've got this joke, and it's very funny. Well, and the theater is a great joke, and cast Oscar Isaac. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's a smoking gun in a sense for yeah. me, where it's like, okay, let's see what happens it's like, next movie. It could have, you like know, what, the I, Venom one. I bet it's be carnage. If more than anything, yeah. because more than anything, there wasn't a ton of marketing outside of viral marketing for this. Like it didn't. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of real commercials. There, there wasn't, wasn't a lot there of. There was a lot boards. of billboards though. Uh, uh, but like I haven't seen anything outside of online, uh, and I haven't seen a whole lot of billboards either outside of in like NoHo area and stuff like that. But uh, so for me, I think it was more of a leave the door open kind of thing. Like, yeah, we're not sure if we'll get a second chance at this, so let's introduce the character in a way that could be close ended if it doesn't happen. Yeah, but I think with the success of this and everyone. I mean, it's it's sitting. I haven't heard a bad review about it. I feel mm. like Phil Phil Lord and Chris Miller are going to become like the next, or the you know the first of them, but like the next Brad Bird, mm. like just take over okay. the animated market. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, and so like I feel like they they will have a lot of heavy power in this because it's doing well. It's sitting really high on ninety eight percent or ninety seven percent of Rotten Tomatoes and some shit. But like, what I would love, you know, we're getting to fucking speculatory now that you open the fucking. Can of worms, Josh. But uh, I'm not allowed to do that. I'm not allowed to g- have a conversation. He doesn't like to speculate <laughs> on something that's time based. But no, it's fine. Um, I would love to see is that Miguel O'Hara goes into the past to go into Ultimate Universe, sees Miles Morales, and tells him like, "Yo, Alchemex is effing shit up, and Alchemex is for my future, and blah blah blah. We got to stop it." And it's another way that he has to learn. It's like, now I am Spider Man. Now I have to be a better Spider Man. Yeah, and it's more of a, it's still of a learning thing. But then at the very end, third act, here comes the other Spider-Man from the other universes. Mm. <laughs> I like that. Because it, because it contains it. It contains it a little bit more of the same dynamic. Yeah. But except Miguel Hera has nothing to do with Peter Parker. It's a completely different spider, different spider powers. I don't even think it's like bitten by a spider. But like, yeah. And he could fly. Oh. So like, it's a, it's very, very different. Give me that spider. Give me, I want it. Give me that spider. Give it. Well, everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. To our yeah. antics about Spider Mans and Spider Women and Spider Pigs, Spider Pigs, Spider Gods, all levels of spider are welcome. Spider here. Pig can, yeah, can he swing from <laughs> a web? No, no he, he can't. can't. He's a pig. Look out! Here comes a spider pig. Yep, it's from a Simpsons movie. Nice, but the only uh, Simpsons I've yeah. seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <We're just climbing. laughs> Yeah, so thank you so much for listening to us. <laughs> and the shit like that that happens, we appreciate it. We yeah. uh, are really, really, really so uh, grateful for you listening. Uh, even, I mean, our patrons, I know that we thank them, but everybody at home that is listening. If you're listening yeah. to these question words, we thank you. What's the question? 
if they wanted to perhaps listen to that old episode of uh, hashtag known by Spider-Man, yeah. where could they go to find that? Well, they could go to Apple Podcasts. They can listen free there. They can also go to our website, nerdon.tv. There's a little searchy bar. Just yep. search Spider-Man. It'll mm-hmm. it'll come up. You go it's episode it. five. Wow. Because we gave yeah. this one a five. Long ago, oh, before my time. full circle. You yeah. think the first time anyone saw... I always remember my first time. Spider-Ham, that they were like, what are you wearing? And he was like, I'm not wearing porky pads. <laughs> no! Oh. Corey, it no. Was worth it. Painful. It <laughs> That one was really painful. It's like shaking hands with someone when they just washed them. That's all. That's all. Folks. <sighs> That's, oh, God. Can he say that? <laughs> Legally? Legally? <laughs> can he say that? Um, we also have another podcast that you can check out, Trope Time. All the information is on nerdon.tv. Mm-hmm. But Apple Podcasts, just search Trope Time or search Nerdon the Podcast. You will find us. And you can listen for free. For free. It's awesome. But you know the drill. As always, Nerd On! Ending Broadcast.